Hey. Welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith. And with me, as always, co-host, Kate Eingorn. Hello. And the man who knew too much, Matt Bailey. Yep, that's me. That might be the best title you've given him. The man who knew too much. (laughs) (laughs) He got too deep for his own good. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the man who knew too much is a movie. Or it's like a James Bond thing. <laughs> that sounds like a James Bond thing. Bailey, where did you learn too much? Uh, the dictionary. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Just the dictionary. <laughs> I know so many words. My vocabulary is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's lit. <laughs> when I think of you and your vocabulary, I think lit. <laughs> Yeah, my vocabulary is definitely lacking. I could use a thesaurus. What do you think your What do you think your favorite word is? Hmm. Maybe shit. <laughs> it's not. Oh fuck. Oh fuck might be my favorite word too. Um, Technically, maybe two words. I will say that one thing you taught me. You influenced my language a lot. And one thing you taught me was to put yo in front of most of my sentences. Mm-hmm. It's a good uh, way to start. It's a know? good attention grabber. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, we are back. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us just woke up from a nap. We're bringing back post-nap Jordan. It's back. Yeah. He's been gone for a while. I want to warn the listeners, I am angry, I am grumpy, I am cranky. He's a small angry potato. You Uh, know he just woke up from a nap because there's a literal feather on his glasses. (laughs) (laughs) You should put their glasses on, bro. No, I don't know where this feather came from. It probably came from my cap. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyways, episode 133. Holy cow, 133. That's where the holy cows are. In episode <laughs> 133 BC, um, we're talking about Tiberius Gracchus again. Oh, yes. Um, apparently, he's killed by a group of senators and their followers followers um i thought he died the the year last episode but you know sometimes they get it wrong but anyways sometimes you die twice he's dying another death here um and i want to give a shout out to atlas the third the king of pergamon because he died this year shout him out but (laughs) in his will he makes the people of rome his his heirs (laughs) so that's kind of cool so that's 133 BC uh, 133 AD um, you got the Bar Kokhba revolt in Judea Mm. it's it's an ongoing event Um, you have the birth of uh, Athenagoras of Athens a Christian apologist Mm. (laughs) um 
And yeah, Sextus Severus is sent to Judea because because of the revolt. Yeah, honestly, not a lot going on. There's a calendar. Judea's popping off. Yo, Judea's straight up popping off. We love Jews. Um, but I don't think that's well. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> I don't think that's right. Um, but yeah, that's all that's going on in history in 133. They stop using the Julian calendar. Uh, yeah, but they bring it back. Um, <laughs> we love Julian's calendar. But uh, yeah, so guys, we we got a little off track there for a couple weeks. We'd record an app, then we'd be off for two, three weeks, record an app. This is the first time we recorded one last week, bopping one this week. How mm-hmm. are you guys feeling about it? Good. Um, I feel like myself again. <laughs> You know, would you say that where you? I belong. Would you say that you feel like a woman? Um, uh, man, I feel like a woman. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad to uh, be watching movie. Well, I guess I'm glad to be watching movies again. Yeah, I realized um, in those weeks off, I thought I'd watch a ton of movies, but I didn't. Dude, yeah, I yeah. think I need this podcast to watch movies. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, we finally watched Palm Springs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What do we think? It was great. Loved every minute of it. It's good, right? It's just a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And that same night, we did a double feature of uh, Hot Rod. Oh. We did Andy, Andy Samberg. Mm-hmm. Could have just done them for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You guys would have just been (laughs) Nah, dude, I don't know. I'm on and off with them. I'm hot and cold with Andy. Which is interesting because literally everything we watch with him in, Jordan's like, I love this. (laughs) Yeah. I I I honestly haven't really heard you say anything bad about him. Say? And I I won't either. (laughs) Except for the fact that you're on the fence about him. I'm on the fence. I mean, I could, you could love, you could enjoy somebody, but still be on the fence about them. Yeah. But I don't I know mean, why you're why you're on the fence. How'd you get up on the fence? I, like, you were on the green side, and then you're like, I'm just gonna hop on this fence. Wait, hold on a second. In the fence analogy, <laughs> you think one, you think one side is green. <laughs> What's the other side? Well, like, brown. <laughs> it's I, like the grass is, like, all, like, uh Always greener. Brown. And then you're you're hanging on the green side with Andy Samberg, and you're like, you might throw him over to the dirty side. He comes with you. <laughs> I'm still confused. Okay, so I think Jordan started off on the dirty side, but he has no reasons for why he started off on the dirty side. Yeah, so I thought I'd get up on the fence and check it out, and Andy Samberg was on the green side. Okay. And I oh, said, come so on, bud. On the dirty side. <laughs> so I'm trying See, that's to... A, that's a glass half empty kind of attitude. Yes, you know? thank you. I, I feel so validated. <laughs> you got to start on the fence, and then... Put, dip your toes on in either side. Oh, that's such a Bailey motto. Start at five, and then you go either way. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if I, I'm, I'm nap cranky, guys. If, you know, <laughs> I started already in the dirt. 
<laughs> also, <laughs> being on the fence doesn't mean you're between dirt and grass. I just want to clear that up. No, but it makes sense. It being on the fence just means you, you can't choose which side. It doesn't mean there's a good side yeah, and but a bad here's the thing. But grass, normally people green, use... on the other side. What is it on the other side of? A fence? <laughs> right? So, like, Bailey, I'm literally 100% with you. You're on yeah. the fence about things because you can't decide if you like it or you don't like it. So, it's either the dirty side of the fence or it's the green side of the fence. Mm-hmm. Yo, somehow, some way, we might have to do a poll on this. <laughs> What's on? <laughs> it's honestly... What's on the other side? <laughs> Of the green grass. The fence. Are you on the dirty side or the green side? <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll go to the to the listeners, our haters. I, I have a I have a feeling a couple people will s- stick up for me in this one. I feel like you're very wrong. I think there's grass on both sides. It's just what what you know. What field do you want to play in? When so let's use this metaphor in a scenario. Okay. When you go out to eat, you go to that place and you have a good meal, but you had bad meals before that you would say oh, i'm still on the fence about this place even though i had a good meal right so that'd be like the dirty side would be like the bad meals you had previously right and the green side would be that good meal that you had but you're still on the fence because that one meal didn't win you over but if it's my choice to be on the fence why wouldn't i just always choose the green side because people don't use the metaphor for two things that they like <laughs> mm. Mm. here's the thing Get off the fence, bro. Yeah, Ooh. I don't. I, I'm not a desperado out here. I, I want to get off the fence. I actually figured out a way you could be on the fence and like both sides. <laughs> All right, like, yo, let's spend another like 45 minutes. On yeah. The fence. <laughs> so you could be on the fence between two different flavors of ice cream that you like at the oh, ice cream only shop. Play, only ice cream. It only applies to when you have to pick out the ice cream you want. Anyways, you know what? I'm not on. Who I'm not on the fence about. Tony Collette. <laughs> okay, no grinding our gears. So, do you like her or not? <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I'm on the green side. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, but I basically grind. I grind my gears. I woke up from a nap. I'm cranky. I'm grinding them. You've been Kate, grinding your gears all Kate, a very long time. Kate made dinner for us tonight. Way too spicy. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. What was it? Thank you. I made Beyond Meat tacos. Oh, veggies. Mm-hmm. Dude, I need my meat or I get cranky. <laughs> Jordan literally sweated through. Straight up carnivore. <laughs> um, Yo, I have something that uh, has been grinding my gears a little bit. Oh, uh, let's hear it. Um, I guess I have um, UPS in the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> um. They're, they had a package I was supposed to get to me yesterday, and it's been in transit for two days now. Mm. Uh, and as a sneakerhead, you want to show off your new kicks. And oh, I was hoping have, you'd have them for tonight. Everyone's tweeting them, and I can't even show them off. It's like Damn. I didn't even get them. Well, yeah. true, because you didn't. I'm a little worried about the driver. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you think yeah, he's stuck he lost, <laughs> he's lost I, for two days uh, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna call him tomorrow and see what's going on and I'll let you guys know yeah he's been trying to find yeah let you. us know is that gonna be your next unboxing it very well could be mm. uh-huh. 
It's not a kabuki box. <laughs> I need to um I probably talked about this last time, dude. I'm just gonna throw my address out there and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know you you have bigger balls than I would. I would never put my address out there. Yeah. Well sometimes uh you got your big balls and you gotta use them. <laughs> Like bowling balls, right? You go by weight of what ball you throw down at the pins. Is that um, what you're talking about? I think we're talking uh, like other kinds of balls. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I actually don't yeah, have those. They're like so. bowling balls. Yeah. Yeah, they're like bowling with three little holes in them. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. Well, you know. So. I'm sorry about your sneakers in transit. It's okay. I have a okay. gear to I have a gear to grind. Let's grind. That Jordan's cranky. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're slowly breaking him though. I know. I love when we break him out of it. it makes me better <laughs> and all of us better together. Well, if anybody could break me out of it, it's you too. And so, uh, yeah. So I mean, to Bono. use our analogy before, I think he woke up on the dirty side of the uh-huh. fence, and he's slowly crawling up <laughs> onto the fence. Yes, ag- agreed. Yeah, when you guys <laughs> picture the fence, <laughs> is it is it wooden or yes. is it like a chain? It has yeah. like three like rows of wood, and <laughs> yeah, and there's like a couple cows on. Oh, the Oh, you picture the kind where it's like. The three that are held up by other pieces of wood. Yeah. I picture like classic, like the triangular pokey yeah, top one. Yeah, that's the way I I do it too. Like the Wait, one you'd have around your house. So like a domestic, like a sub suburban. Oh, oh like a white, like a white, like picket. a picket. Yes. Yeah. Oh no! I, I for some reason I think of like the wood. The Dude, three you're wood. thinking of like a ranch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. honestly is more realistic to have dirt side and grass yeah. side. <laughs> Yeah, so you're, yo, you got one, two arms on the top bar, and you're just pulling yourself up. By the end of the episode, you'll be doing cartwheels on the green side. It's, it's funny because those fences, Bailey, are so low. He'd have to be like <laughs> literally like belly down yeah, to crawl. Dude, I'd be straight over. up crawling over to the other side. <laughs> and especially, yeah, with those fences, you could probably crawl right through the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That changes my whole. Pr- I've been thinking about a picket fence this whole time. Cause like, why? Why would you ever? Why would you ever be on the green side and crawl over to the dirt side? You never know, man. You never know. Well, yep. I'm glad we got to grind all our gears. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you, you guys are right. I was on the dirt side. I'm slowly crawling up the fence. I'm on the bar. Not coming, using any of your limbs. <laughs> coming to the green side. I think what will get me there is if we review our film, friend. And I already, I already brought her up. Um, it was my choice this week. Uh, for keen <laughs> listeners, last episode, I kind of, uh, I kind of handcuffed myself and said that we were gonna review this woman no matter what. <laughs> you already said her name in the episode. It's the great Tony Collette. Yay. Yeah. Um she she's not going to be stopped. <laughs> Honestly, she's not. Um she's been doing well the last couple of years. 
She did well in the 90s. She's never not done well. But I don't think she's gotten the credit that she truly, truly deserves. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be quite honest with you, she's she's kind of just hopped on my radar uh, the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to review her. Yeah, I feel like she's a, uh, she's cool cause she, um, she kind of like fucks with, uh, horror movies, which is cool. Yeah. She's like a big time actress. She's always the horror, like the wife. <laughs> a scream queen. She's a scream queen. Yeah. Give it up. She's a scream queen. All right. Give it up. <laughs> Um, I heard an interview with her and John Early for the A24 podcast. Did you listen to that? No. Oh, it was so good. She talks about, it was like promotion for Hereditary. Mm -hmm. And she talks about how she was sick of doing serious roles. So she was only taking lighthearted comedic things until that passed across. Because her agent was like, I know you don't want to do serious roles, but this movie looks incredible. So that's why she like made an exception for hereditary, like in her rules of not yeah. wanting to do things that were I mean, tough. Maybe her agent's just sick. Yeah. yeah. Into horror. So we know we never give the agents enough credit. Yeah. True. True. We, we give people, we always say that they did it for like a, a favor. <laughs> yeah. But Maybe it's just the agent. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he has a good agent. I could tell you that right now. Yeah. Oh, Tony Collette has a great agent. Um, mm, they're probably like bosom buddies. They're, they're like bosom buddies. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I'm not quite sure what it a bosom These are like close. They're like by your like, heart. They're giving like chest bumps to each other. It's the old fashioned bosom, I believe, as in like your heart. Yeah. No, nah, they're probably that. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably they're bus- yeah. I'll, I'll be a buzzy bosom buddy a with buzzy a, buddy. a buzzy buddy with Tony Clay. Um, you know, I do have to say, I think her best role might be Hereditary, in my opinion. Um, you know, I really think her. I think my favorite role is probably The Sixth Sense for her. Oh, oh yeah, my me gosh, too. yeah. So Dude, she's so good in that. So good, and the the scene that kills me. Is at the end. Is at the end in the car. Me too. Mm-hmm. We reviewed yeah, that movie. He absolutely kills it. We did. Yeah, we've reviewed several movies. That we actually she's reviewed two. Two. We reviewed. <laughs> hey, more than one. Several. Feature. One last week, uh-huh. and one I think it was for the our fiftieth for, not fifty the hundredth for, M Night. We did yeah. six cents. And I recently watched Knives Out with my mom. Love Knives Out. And she's great in that too. Like, mm-hmm. I love her character that she plays. Yeah. I, I truly thought going into this that I, that I had seen her in more things. But I, I've really only seen her in, like, a sprinkling until about, like, recently. Like, the last couple of years. I do think she kind of goes a little unnoticed. That's, like, I know I said that at the top. But, like, she's unnoticed in the way that like she's just really good and you don't think like oh this person's bad and you're just kind of absorbed with her being a character so you don't think about her much you're just like that's a good character absolutely yeah I, i definitely think like she's in like some really good movies and then like yeah i feel like 
people don't like keep her on their radar right yes exactly you know i mean like she doesn't get yeah she doesn't get the credit she deserves but i feel like she's in she's someone who does a lot of movies though oh yes, for sure so much but i think you're right i feel like both of you are right and like you recognize her in the movie as doing a really good job and you like that movie and part of it, i feel like the reason why you like it is for the role that she plays Mm-hmm. But she didn't come on my radar until Hereditary. It wasn't. That's not. I didn't start paying attention to her until that movie came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also she's a great weeper, like crier or yeah, like it's crier. Okay. She weeps though. <laughs> yeah. Can you do weeps. an impression? I can't. No one could do it like Tony Collette. But like yeah. when you think of her like some of her roles i mean basically she cries in every one that i could think of she's weeping she's weeping she's a weeping willow she's got a good weep she's got those like watery eyeballs (laughs) that's good for weeping (laughs) Um, they just fall right out (laughs) but uh yeah so i'm if you guys are ready i'm ready to jump in yes well you picked so you get to pick which one we do first hmm let us yeah let's talk about the higher rated movie um and that is the 2002 masterpiece about a boy bailey take it away um you know it's that classic uh hornby book adapted to the screen where you know classic um well, uh, about a boy. Um, it's about a playboy uh, named Hugh Grant. What's his actual name? Oh, um, in the movie? Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, you're Either really way. throwing us on the spot. <laughs> well, just making sure you guys watched it. I know Jordan doesn't watch some of them. So. Honestly? Um, True. So, yeah, Hugh Grant's this playboy who... Um, you know, doesn't uh, he's rich off of his dad's Christmas song that he wrote? Who's and, named you know, Will? He really doesn't have a care in the world, dude. He's just living life, trying to bang girls. And then he tries to bang some moms, and uh, he eventually meets this little boy, and uh, they form a bond that can really not be broken, <laughs> and. He would do anything for this boy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they have their ups and downs. And, um, you know, it's just a uh, a nice little uh, bromance, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is a bromance. It absolutely is bromance. And I kept thinking about how much you would probably love this, Bailey, because you love movies about little boys. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's my question though for you. I thought I had the same thought. I thought Bailey's gonna buy into this so hard because there well, there are really two boys in the movie. There's the literal boy and then there's the playboy. The big boy. The big boy. Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, and Nicholas it's, Holt's the little boy. What's that? Nicholas Holt. Mm-hmm. Oh right, right. Yep. From yeah. the, favorite the favorite and Beast from, from the X Men. Yeah. Yep. From the Beef. favorite. Jennifer Lawrence's ex from those are the person that's like the person she sent her pics to for the fappening. 
Oh. That little nerd. <laughs> that little nerd. Yeah. With the fucked up eyebrows. They but yo, so out. here's my thing. Were you down with this boy, Bailey? Um, he's definitely like a little bitch, but he can't really help that. Um, kids in uh school are just gonna be mean to people that are different or smaller and you know, I kinda back the boy. Yo, uh, yeah. So I back the boy. I don't really get why they pick on him too much, though. They kind of have like a scene. So he, like he looks the, weird. The mommy scene. <laughs> so he goes to a, he starts at a new school. So he thinks he's going to have a new start. But in class, he starts singing to himself out loud. And that was like a demonstration of how he's like different from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does things that are like out of the norm, um, yeah. which as an adult, that's kind of cute. But as a kid, you're like, that kid's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the singing part, they re- everybody really came at him. And it's just like, to me, if that happened in real life, that'd be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But imagine like you're going into a school where you already have your established friends and a new kid comes and he starts singing. Like, I feel like. That's true. Yeah. The way he dressed, too, is a little, like, strange. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know how people dressed in the UK. Like, I, I was like, that's probably just what they wear. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> it's, I know. <laughs> um, but, like, uh, no, yeah, I backed him. He was cool. I backed him. I, I backed how he acted in front of Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I backed his charisma. Yeah, he had great he charisma. He just didn't give a fuck about what other people thought about him. And I thought that was sick. Yeah. Um, I will say I loved... I did like the movie. Um, I thought it was going to be more... For some reason, it wasn't like... It was more about their relationship than like a rom rom sort of yeah you know what I mean? like i was expecting more rom but i got more of like a, a bromance you which got I a liked. bomb yeah um but yeah the climax didn't really hit as hard as i wanted it to for me and the climax was what well like the talent show oh uh, right mm-hmm. yeah like i i wanted it i don't know it just didn't hit emotionally as hard as i I would have wanted it to. I don't think much hit hard for me at all in this movie. Like, I kind of felt the same way the whole time. And just for the listeners, if you haven't listened to it, Tony Collette, our film friend, plays the titular boy's mom. And she, early on in the movie, tries to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And... So he's constantly trying to save her through this movie through different acts. Right. And he's also like living through trauma, going home every day because she tried to kill herself and he was the first one to find her on the couch. You know, she had thrown up. She like she, I guess, tried to use pills and. He doesn't want to return home because he's afraid of that to look at that scene and see her. So that's why he starts going to Hugh Grant's house to hang out, to avoid being home. And yeah. Basically, um, they watch I, TV together. <laughs> you know, I definitely was not expecting that kind of vibe. No. From the people, like, <laughs> the, from the makers of Bridget Jones's Diary and 
you know, like Notting Hill. And like, I was like kind of surprised it got that dark. Right. I thought it was just going to be kind of like what you said, more romance, mm-hmm. like foibles and, you know, hijinks and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, it was the suicide attempt was super dark. Um, mm-hmm. And another thing of note is Tony Collette has short hair. I knew that's what you were going to say. And like, a crazy hat. Crazy hat, crazy wardrobe. And she's has an English accent, which I cannot, like I'm truly, probably the most curious I've ever been about mm-hmm. where our film friend is from because she had a great accent. Yeah. And um, I was thinking, whoa, is she British? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it's usually way easier for, um, you know, British people to do American accents than Americans yeah. to do British accents and mm-hmm. pull it off. Um, but but if anyone could pull it off, I see Tony Collette being able to pull it off. But you're right. You never see <laughs> that, really. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, we'll find out. Yeah, we will. Well, I like when he throws a loaf of bread that his mom made at the dock. And, and kills, the, kills the dock. <laughs> interesting thing that brought them together. Um, there was something else I thought was interesting was um, it really shows the dating of the internet. When he looks up that website, um, superhotmodelswithseethroughtops.com. <laughs> It's like, first of all, does that exist? Second of all, <laughs> that's kind of how the lengths you kind of had to go to find certain things. Yeah, if it doesn't exist, let's buy that domain. Oh, make it the Film Friends website. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It also sounds like something like how my mom, for years, oh my God. Googled things. She would go into Google and type like best places to get a haircut.com into <laughs> Google. Mm-hmm. And she was doing it for a couple of years till I said, that's that's that not giving laugh. you the best results. <laughs> well, here's the thing, dude. She didn't want any like .orgs or you .nets. Know? She wanted to get that .com. She's strictly yeah. .com. She knew the .orgs and .nets don't give good haircuts. She was also strictly a www. <laughs> best places to get haircuts done <laughs> okay yeah. no no https though can you tell everyone what the com stands for in dot com uh communications i actually think it is is it i don't think it is i thought um Computer. you would know that going to like being like a professional coder and shit but you know whatever i don't know i think we skipped i fell asleep during that lesson it I, means I, dot I, computer. I really have a feeling it might mean like a three-word thing, like computer object model or something like that. I don't know. I don't it know. means computer. Who knows? Um, yeah. I have so a grievance boy. with this movie. Oh, air it. Please so, air it. He signs up for the talent show to make his mom feel better where he's going to sing solo with a boy who has a recorder to back him up. The boy with the recorder bails out because he's like, this is so embarrassing, can't do it. I, the, the $5 isn't worth it. So baby Nick Holt goes on stage by himself with a tambourine. <laughs> not once does he shake that dang thing for accompaniment. Yeah. Not, not even when our... Uh, 
big baby <laughs> um, brings a guitar out. He doesn't use it for a second. So I think there's a there's a rule with tambourines. If you if you're holding it, you gotta shake it. Yeah. So he fails there, but big baby, honestly, he he steps up there and he also kind of looks cool playing a guitar. Hugh Grant, I I'm a I stand Hugh Grant. <laughs> I'm gonna come out and Ooh, say it. It's very strange. Okay. Like I know there was a little controversy there with prostitutes, but uh, I don't know. Yo, he. I mean, yo, he's like. Especially in this movie, and I feel like for the time, dude, he's like a real likable dude. Like in the movie, like like crazy likable. Yeah, you know what so, he says is his best role. What he says is his best role. Yeah. No, what? I know the answer. To this. Paddington Two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew you would give that reaction. That's yeah. Why, why do you it. hate Paddington so much? Um, I just don't. I don't get him, dude. Like, you have a Winnie the Pooh here in America that you could love so much, but you go off and you love Paddington. Because Paddington's a, great. Yeah, a big part of me that thinks Winnie the Pooh is from a British writer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely think he is. I have to know. I feel uh, like there's that movie Christopher Robin, yeah. and he's definitely British. And Domhnall Gleeson plays. He's probably... Yep, yep, yep. yep. I love Domhnall. I'm out. So, you have Mickey Mouse you can love. Oh. <laughs> Do you know, guys, I'll pass on Mickey Mouse every single day of the week. Do you guys know what the tagline was for the the kids show, the talent show? Uh, r- rock on. Rock, rock on. and roll here. Rock kids, and roll. kids rock with a Z. Can you bring it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, his friend was cool though. His uh, that girl that he befriended, who's like a Ellie. Punk. Yeah. Yeah. She liked that he liked uh, mystical. I know. Mm-hmm. She's also in Game of Thrones. Yeah, she's a yeah, she, she is, a wildling. She? <laughs> Confirmed. Winnie the Pooh yeah. is also British. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, what? Also British. Yep. 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 I mean, I guess you could say he found a home here in the United mm-hmm. States. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a different hundred acre woods. Yeah. More like the Pine Barrens. I just, yo, the Paddington didn't, like, land here, I feel like. Like, when I was a kid, I had, I would be like, who the fuck is Paddington? Oh, I agree with that completely. I didn't know who Paddington was before the movies. Yeah. So, I, I could I could get on board Paddington with that. Paddington never assimilated. Yeah. No. Um, so, how do we feel about Toni Collette in this movie? She weeps. Yo, she's uh, a hippie. She's That's a hippie like, for sure. Role. I mean, yeah, she's fine. I feel like she doesn't really get to... She kind of shows her acting chops, but like yeah. her character wasn't like very likable, I guess. No. I mm-hmm. It's kind of like a distraught character all the whole time. Very self-focused character, yeah. which is why at the end she's like, you can have McDonald's. She's like, I've been so focused on what I want and my needs. Mm-hmm. I never put you in my head. It's always like my view for you. And that's, like, the kind of the cool character that um, Hugh Grant plays with the mom, which is kind of being like, hey, you need to open up more with your child about him. Um, oh, right. So right. that's, like, a cool... It's a, I like this movie because you don't see this kind of movie. Yeah. 
it's, it's definitely different than your normal rom-com yeah, it's odd yeah and there's very little romance except for like our film friend rachel wise um yeah. but i like that about it um when rachel wise comes in though i got pretty pumped she's yeah. great in it one she's cool i have the hots for rachel oh, wise so I'll, do I. I'll admit it um but she's great and it's great character when she feels when so another thing for the listeners is he meets her and he wants to seem interesting to her Mm -hmm. because he is kind of boring he basically made his he just uses the royalties his dad hit made a i actually kind of like that detail his dad had a like one hit wonder christmas song that made so much money he's able to never have a job and just live live off the royalties so he's had a pretty boring life i guess he doesn't do much so he wanted to seem interesting so he said that he had a kid mm-hmm. because he found out that she had kids so that's you could kind of see where that goes you know it's going to get to the point where the lo- lie is going to get exposed but i really feel for her when it does get exposed i'm like damn she was like she was real vulnerable and he was yeah. lying to her but but, uh, but at the same time, he like wasn't because he takes he at that point he had been taking care of that kid yeah. for so at long. That, at that point, he could have just been like, "Well, I'm not actually a dad, but like, yeah, there's this mom who's not in a good place, and I kind of like take care of this kid." Yeah. And I feel like she still would have been like, "Oh, that's awesome!" Like she would love that. I agree. It's yeah. like more attractive because yeah. it's stepping yeah. in he, when someone you don't even have attachments to needs help. He's voluntarily being a good dad when right. he doesn't have to be. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I would have dropped that line for sure. <laughs> it's like a better pickup line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love when she says, I could see him in you. You look just like him in that moment. <laughs> he He's like, oh, just really? Like you. <laughs> yeah. He said he dresses just like that you. That was kind of a funny joke. Yo, I also love Hugh. I... Uh, Hugh Grant's great. He's, he's prime, a fun actor. Prime Hugh Grant, but his delivery is great. Oh, king of delivery. We gotta watch. We gotta all get together and watch uh, Notting Hill. Oh, we yeah. We've watched. Notting we've Hill. watched Notting Hill. Really? I've yeah. never seen it. Oh, really? It's love really Notting good. Hill. Is it? it yeah. I mean, that's like his movie. We yeah, watched might it be the recently. Best, that might be the best Hugh Grant movie. Yo, you know what I would like to see? Um, I would like to see like Rachel Wise play like a uh, like a stoner in like uh, like a like a non-serious role. Yeah, in like a Seth Rogen movie or something. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that'd be sick. Yeah, like she's so proper. Yeah, yeah. dress her down a little bit, almost. Yeah, dude, let's dress her down. <laughs> Put her in some overalls, <laughs> some yep. Converse sneakers. There you go. Yeah, um, turn her into a five-year-old. <laughs> I do. I, I honestly, that looks sick. Um, I do have to say, back to our film friend. As Jordan said, she's really good at weeping. That's literally what she does most of the time she's on screen, and she's actually, like you said, really good at it. Yeah, the short hair threw me off, though. Like, I don't think if if I would have known, like, if I wouldn't have known that Tony Collette's in this movie, I think. I don't think I would have caught on right away that it was that, her. That it was Tony Collette. Oh, I feel like she's she very distinctive so, features. She yeah. does distinctive like mouth and like nose. whole face. Yeah, she's very very interesting looking. But the short hair just threw me off a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. It's definitely not her usual it's, look. No. Yes. Um. But yeah, I give this movie two thumbs up. 
Yeah, huh? I enjoyed it. It's uh, uh, just talking about it makes me think about it in yeah. a better light than I thought I did. Yeah, it's, it's just a solid like feel good mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I'll give it a uh, I'll give it a shake of a tambourine. Oh. Uh, I'll give it a shake your ass. <laughs> oh, I'll give oh, it a watch yo, yourself. I love that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Yo, who's cooler, this guy or Angus? <laughs> this is, uh, well, I mean, Angus is definitely cooler. He likes Green Day. So. Yeah, true, true. Uh, Shouldn't have even asked that question. Cool. Well, we are in between movies. How are you guys feeling? Good. Good. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, so... I mentioned that I was curious, super duper curious about where the hell she's from, but also about her body. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, what's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? What's your weight? With your hopes, match your decay. What's your height? Uh, What's your weight? Were they getting wrong? Were they getting right? Zion would score less than 19 points. Andrew Holiday would score more than 18. And they all hit. Damn. Won 143 bucks off 10 bucks. Yeah, the the Zion one wouldn't have... uh, I wouldn't have taken it because of that. Yeah, I mean, he, um, well, I mean, I picked them all. It wasn't just like a pre-made thing. But like he, they were saying before the game, like he was only going to play in spurts. So I kind of took that as like, yo, he might not be playing. Yeah, he only spurted a little bit. Ew. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even know if basketball was back. Do we have to um, like leave this and then start a new one? That's Uh, what I was thinking. No, it'll give us a, it'll give us a time. I'll say more for your editing. Is it easier to? No, that's okay. I'll figure it out. All right. Your funeral. Uh, hey, your funeral, brother. Don't complain when you're editing it. Are we oh. doing my thing now? No, we're no, doing, doing, we're doing the curious way. Oh. The curious case of you the way. You got to promise me that you're not going to bitch about finding the location if we don't start something. I won't. Okay, we'll good. be good. All right. So this week we got your everything. So Joran said that she's 5'6", 139 pounds. I think she's from Canada. She's 49 years old and a cancer. Wait. You think she's from Canada? That's what it says. I think she's from Canada. You didn't give oh, me oh yo, I'm quick. totally lost. I thought you were telling me what she was. Oh, no, just read your What, did you just wake up from a nap, bro? Do you want to guess a shoe size? Yeah. Oh, also, this is not fun to listen to at all for the listeners, but I got to say it out loud. We actually have unlimited minutes because technically it's a 1v1. Oh. So we're not going to get a weird countdown. Love it. Yo, you Good know what? Talk. At this same time, shout out to Zoom. Yeah. Zoom, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, what um I mean goodbye to uh Zencaster. But and hello to Zoom. <laughs> and hello to Zoom. <laughs> thank you for oh, our free oh. 1v1. Jordan, you're a genius. And you want to guess a shoe size? Oh, she's got those 8 Eighters. Eighters. Okay. So okay. um Bailey said that she's five feet seven inches, hundred and sixty pounds. 
47 years old. Did you What's that funny? Well, you'll see. Yeah, why is that funny? Libra. Ooh, Libra. It's a new one for you. That's me. You never guessed that, though. Yeah, I know. Size, eight shoe. You both guessed the same. And from London. So, she's 5'8". And she's only 130 pounds. She's V skinny. Um, she's a shoe size nine and a half. She was born November 1st, 1972. So she's 47. Bailey right on the money. And she's, she's a Scorpio. (laughs) She's from Glebe, New South Wales, Australia. Shocker, huh? Actually, I could see it. (laughs) Yeah. she um her i also found this fact out uh her chinese (laughs) astrology sign is water rat so that's cool huh um so she was actually born antonia colette but without the e at the end so she added the e herself um she's a practicing buddhist she released an album in 2006 called Beautiful Awkward Pictures. Oh, might have to spec that. Her yeah. first movie is Sports World from 1992. Do you want to guess some of her favorite movies? Would love to. Um, oh, she probably likes uh, Titanic. I'm going to say since she's Australian walkabout. Um, she likes Harold and Maude, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, this and the Sound of Music. You ready uh-huh. to hear a really crazy fact? Uh-huh. She earned eighty-two million dollars between February two thousand eighteen and February two thousand nineteen. Why? I don't know. How much? <laughs> eighty-two million. Wow. In one year. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm looking her up on Spotify right now, and she's not getting it from music. What? Wait, go back. How much she Because have? she has 225 monthly, monthly listeners. Yep. She's not promoting it. Oh, uh, I guess maybe from 2018 to 2019. <laughs> Is that all from Hereditary? <laughs> or and also probably the stuff that maybe it's from like deals she made for movies that came out. Knives Out, Hereditary. And like, yeah. Maybe two. she's a good investor. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe some of her stocks hit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So her acting skills were discovered when she faked appendicitis for attention. And it, she was so convincing that they actually removed them, even though she didn't need them removed. Oh, my God. Why didn't she stop? Like what? She wanted attention. <laughs> That's sick. I back it. Who needs it? <laughs> true honestly um she was a tomboy growing up and in their family home they had cats birds dogs and rabbits uh she dropped out of school at age 16 to pursue her acting career she is the oldest of like three siblings she owns a burger chain in australia called fat colette burger so that's probably where some of her millions come from oh she also owns the football team, the Sydney Angels. Mm. Yeah, she's out there. She's like out there. She says that she feels the character she plays parallel her life. 
She doesn't take compliments easy. She's a history of mental health issues where she developed bulimia while filming a movie. Um, but I don't think she has since recovered. And she suffered panic attacks after a breakup of one like one of her relationships. Uh-huh, Bailey. Um, she loves to camp. And <laughs> she learned sign language for the movie Black Balloon. She considers herself an actor, not a movie star. Oh, that's sick. And my favorite fact, which is something that I didn't think was actually someone's fact about themselves, is she really likes long walks on the beach. Mm. That's that's what she wrote. Should we uh, take a quick listen to uh, one of her songs? Just a 30-second snip. Yeah. Yeah, play her biggest hit. All right. This is from... Her album, her 2006 album, Beautiful Awkward Pictures. And this song is called Look Up. Coming right up. This is going to really mess up my daily playlist tomorrow. Instrumental. Should have come in there. It's all instrumental. laughing in the face of danger who knew wow dude she is uh she's got chops yeah she's got soul baby <laughs> um speaking of music yo uh jordan did you get to listen to the new taylor swift yet yo i haven't he told me i asked him if he listened to it and he went no like uh, like he's never gonna listen to it yo You'll be pleasantly surprised, dude. She's indie. I heard she's indie now. But, yo, here's the thing. I'm not that indie anymore. <laughs> you're going to tell me you're not, you don't have a, a fucking uh, drum, the drums record over there spinning? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> no, oh, I wish I did, It's though. Mannequin Pussy right now. Yeah, right now which it's is Mannequin indie. Pussy. <laughs> no, Mannequin Pussy's more like... Indie. <laughs> more post-punk or something i don't know what they are dude i'm just telling you it's uh out of all of her music that she's made i think this is the one you should give a fair shot what because she says the f word (laughs) yo she's grown i'm gonna i'm gonna say there was one song i enjoyed there you go dude that's all it takes i don't don't think i've ever actively put on a taylor swift song i put I have a playlist called Do I Like This? Mm-hmm. Where it's songs I'm not sure if I like or not. And I put that one on it. I put August on that playlist. And that's the only one I'm giving a shot. What song should I listen to, Bailey? He gave me And I'll listen to like it for you. Okay, so this song. Ah, oh, fuck. You know, it just. It all. Okay, I know that um, one of your friends put this song in their profile on, uh, not in their profile, um, 
on their Storm. Instagram story. And it's one of your indiest friends. So I'm going to go with that song. Um, Invisible String. <laughs> Ooh, that usually means the loss of a loved one. Let me guess. She's hanging by an invisible string or something. Well, in, in psychology, it's usually based off the loss of a loved one. Yeah. But here's the thing. The whole record's fucking good. Because, like, it's tough because I feel like there would be a few different songs. Like, oh, dude, the fucking Bony Vare song. Yeah, she does. This fucking song. sick. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. I promise you. Start with song three and then listen for a few songs. And uh, you you drive to work every day, dude. What are you What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just driving in silence. I honestly like doing that. Anyways, let's uh, move on to the lower rated movie. Of or is Tonic it hot? Club. No, it's not hot yet. <laughs> it's not hot. Okay. Yo, if it's not hot, it's not hot. Yeah, I'm not going to force it. Um, we're moving on to the lower rated movie, the 2018 masterpiece, Birthmarked. Bailey, take it away. Hmm. Okay. Birthmarked. Um, I had a hard time with this one. Um, it is a, uh, you know, a scientific couple um, <laughs> to do an experiment where they take three kids who, I guess they're, they're parents, they're adopting two and having one that are... Um, I guess genetically uh, bad at certain things, and they're gonna try to nurture them to be good at the things that they're supposed to be bad at. And um, I think it's supposed to be a comedy. I'm not sure if it's a drama or a comedy, but like, honestly, I was out in the very like first ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Somebody said this was a dramedy. Yeah, I think it's a dramedy, but the jokes do not, not land. land one bit. I yeah. truly feel that this was one of the movies I took the least amount of notes on ever. Yeah. This movie kind of sucked. <laughs> it's It has a classic lower-rated film friends um, red flag where there is a narrator right off the bat. Yeah. A narrator, and the narrator then is revealed, I mean, you could figure out who it is halfway through, but, like, revealed at the end to be such an insignificant character that they continue, like, to want to, to make highlight, but, like, who gives a shit about her? <laughs> She's, it's, so the, as Bailey said, there's a scientific couple who adopt <laughs> flawed children um, for a scientific experiment. It's really not even a science. It's I guess it's science, but it's, they just raise them as they, they would, but they like kind of push them in the direction. They're of, trying to prove the nature versus nurture debate by saying that you can fully um, mold your child based off nurture alone. And they want to turn them into an artist, a pacifist, and, and a genius. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And like a genius, yeah. Which were like the opposite of the families that they came from. And mm -hmm. so in order to do this, they wanted to be funded. And so the guy who's funding them, his assistant is the narrator. 
She's just this old lady that Who like doesn't do smokes. anything. She just chain smokes. <laughs> but uh, she loves the kids. I'll give her that. And Tony yeah. Collette looks really cool in this movie. Yeah, Tony Collette kind of looks hot in this movie. Yeah, she looks great. Um, she's good in. I think there's good acting in this movie. I think the writing's bad. I think Tony yeah, Collette's like good. The story. Yeah, the yeah. story's bad. Yeah. Um. It, for the first I could see why you were out Bailey for the first 10 minutes because like honestly for the first like 30 minutes I'm like what kind of movie is this what's going mm-hmm. on here yeah. like what is this about are the like the parents I didn't get their vibe at all I don't know yeah. like are you supposed to like the whole time you're not supposed to be like thinking what they're doing is kind of fucked up. Yeah. But, like, by the end, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, like, that was kind of messed up. It's super <laughs> fucked up. So when it gets exposed, the children obviously have no idea, but toward the end, it gets exposed to them what their parents did. That is when you realize, like, oh, it kind of was super fucked up what they did <laughs> to these kids. But what I don't... they They... They really never told the two kids that they were adopted. Well, that was what I wanted to bring up, too. It's like there's no discussion Uh, of, like, do they know that they're adopted? They just know that they were tried to, like, influence and mold it. I don't think they know that they were actually adopted. There's, like, a lot of conversations that have to be had. Now, which Mm -hmm. child was their actual child? The artist. Uh, Because they were mm -hmm. scientists. They're saying the opposite of science. Oh, you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. I didn't Um, even think to think about that i yeah. mean like psychological studies at one point were really messed up but they do show one of the but most we learned a lot from them <laughs> they uh, true they uh, showed one of the most famous babies of psychology baby albert oh baby albert baby albert einstein <laughs> no baby uh, albert who helped discover the pavlovian response yeah. we love baby albert um, I'm more into the Charlie bit me baby. Oh, I love the Charlie bit me baby. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly we a cause and them. effect. <laughs> we learned a lot from the Charlie bit me baby. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird stuff in this too about how like they go into the histories of the parents before they even like meet and then decide to do this. That's not even necessary. Where they talk yeah. about how the dads like super into equestrian riders. And only gets off by, like, horse people. Yeah, that's where you kind of figure the movie's going to be, like, they're trying to be funny. Yeah. Like, it's there, and we're, uh, it's just kind of, like, weird, and it, then... It tries too hard on so many different ways, where it then has no direction of what the mood is. It tries to be intellectual, too, but it fails at that, I think, and just is kind of stupid. It, I don't it, know, this movie falls flat, I think, every every which way it has like a wes anderson want to be vibe oh for sure with the yellow text yeah um, and yeah. The, like the way that shots are like static mm-hmm. and the bordering the line of funny and dark right i will say though tony collette's still good in it and she's like she she does her thing yeah she's really good at it. i will say like uh like you told me before, like the last like twenty minutes weren't bad. Like the twist yeah. is interesting, mm-hmm. and what happens afterwards is cool. But like, right, doesn't make up for the whole movie being like boring and right. So like 
I guess what Bailey, like, what happens at the end, because, like, I would not suggest watching this movie. It's a huge waste of time. Um, unless you love Tony Collette. Unless you're a completist and you want to yeah. watch all her movies. Uh, but, yeah, the, the art artistic kid, uh, he's been, like, filming the family his whole life, essentially. And for an art project, he created and edited a movie and the movie's like actually touching even in my letterbox review i said that that movie's better than the actual movie honestly it might be um and it's like a cool moment where it shows the because the parents are feeling guilt and like questioning it I think. well because what happened was what bailey hinted as the reveal is that actually the man who funded them was using that family as his study for the lengths scientists will go to to like harm people in science and so in this deal he makes them sign this thing so that they don't have to owe him 1.4 million dollars and either way it breaks down they would lose the kids on either end of the deal so the kids get sent to this weird school for kids that are like emotionally harmed in weird circumstances and they are invited to the school like art show is that what it is um, and they open like this box that has a shirt and pants dangling in it with the TV above it where they see it and they're reunited, but they're reunited by the assistant smoking cigarette in the lobby. <laughs> Dude, she was just a fan of the kids. She loved the fam. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. then they had oh. that guy living with them in the, on their property, the psychologist. Yeah. Whatever. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Jordan, can we? go back a second where you talked about your letterbox um yeah sure i feel like you've been changing your profile pics like every day (laughs) all right let me explain what happened (laughs) yeah i I, there was definitely two profile pics in the past like 48 hours so for a while letterbox wouldn't let you like set a profile picture unless it was a twitter or a gravatar Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. let me tell you I started a gravatar. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is a gravatar? I don't know. I signed. Is it social media? No, it's for WordPress and uh, like a website like built website builder and uh, like a blog builder. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I went on Letterbox and thought, oh shit, it pulled my picture from that. And then I was playing around with the settings, and it turns out you could just set your profile picture now to anything you want <laughs> so i put in one of uh kate's art pieces <laughs> and thank so you so did you make the uh what the what is it called the griffy gravatar gravatar um to have a profile pic or do you just make that on your own oh that was so like i was signing up for wordpress and letterbox literally just pulled it in uh, and like on WordPress, that's just my profile picture. What is it? Mm. It's me at Disney with glasses, sunglasses oh, yeah. on. Mm-hmm. It's a famous pic of mine. That I that I took. <laughs> Do I get any cred? No, no, oh, okay. none whatsoever. But I, but I posted some of your art. So anybody who follows <laughs> us on Letterbox, that is a uh, Kate's cartoon. Cartoon Drawing? illustration. Illustration. Oh, um, all right. Well, this movie birthmark sucked. I give it, I I give give it, it, who cares? 
I give it a, you know what? They acted well, and it's not their fault. Because <laughs> they brought it. So, wow, yeah. That's a long thing you gave it. Yep. Um, I'm going to give it a uh, classic uh, no thank you. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm going to give it another one, a classic stinky. Ooh. Stinky. Um well, I'm, right now I'm looking at a toasted marshmallow, which reminds me of a fire, which you know is hot. Cue the music. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I got two hotties on her list here. Hot. The first one being Jonathan Reese Myers. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've seen him before. Yep. Match point. Adjacent, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the relationship where when they broke up, she had the panic attacks. Oh, shit. But then she, it's okay because she married this guy. Dave Galafasi. Oh, hey, Dave. Uh, he looks like he has a secret. <laughs> he yeah. does. Or he looks like he, he just farted. He, yo, he looks like he's telling jokes. He looks like a funny guy. Yeah, he does. And they have two kids. Um, yeah, they've been married since 2003, I think. Oh, What's nice. his deal? Uh, Is he in the biz? He looks like uh, he could be a, a best music boy. Music producer. What's uh, his name? Dave Galafasi. Dave Galafasi. He's got, they got two kids, um, Arlo and Sage. Aw. Oh, he's a drummer. Oh, he drums. Maybe. (laughs) Is he the little drummer boy? (laughs) He definitely drums in her band. (laughs) I honestly think he might be like a soundtrack drummer. Oh, that's kind of sick. I kind of like the name Arlo. Yeah, I like Arlo a lot, too. Hmm. There's not much on him. It doesn't sound... It's kind of weird, but it doesn't sound weird coming off the tongue, you know? Yeah. I thought you said Marlo, which is kind of a cool name, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my first kid will either be a Marlo or an Arlo. Oh, I love it. So he's Arlo Bailey. Arlo Bailey's a sick name. The drummer (laughs) for the Tony Collette and the Finnish band. Hell yeah. She married her drummer. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he had almost a near-fatal motorcycle accident. She's with the drummer. Um, well, hey. I'm going to go take a long nap. <laughs> oh, the long nap. 
a long nap. Um, um, that could get confusing. Mm-hmm. But I'm super glad you guys woke me up for this because we love to put that content out mm-hmm. there. Sling intent. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate, I yes. usually, um, as the guy who takes over the social media now, do mm-hmm. I, um, do I post the picture of what's coming out right now? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like I, you do like the two like next to each other. Oh, yeah, sort of thing. you can do it how you want. I needed to retire after two years, take a, a sabbatical. Hey, that's fine. Um, Honestly, you're I doing a better did, job. Like, than the uh, listeners, a little insight on like how it how it happens. Oh, you know? yeah. You know, I I have the old uh, SPS Express, the old PS Express. Uh, okay. Well, um, yeah. So. I mean, while you hear this, those will you'll have already seen the social media of what's uh, about to come out. So, yeah, Bailey, doing a good yeah, job. I have to say you're killing it with the social media. Last week was the first week that is basically a permanent. Well, actually, it's not permanent. Who knows? Maybe I'll yeah, get strip it. <laughs> um, basically, Bailey's doing a social media takeover of the film friends, and maybe at one point I'll do a takeover too. <laughs> Honestly, oh. as someone who did it for many a year, um, I am humbled to say that I think you do a superior job than me. Um, I've been doing it for one week. We'll see how long I'll... True. Yo, you need to yeah. throw a poll out this week. That's your test. Okay. Um, oh, is the emo hair coming back, Bailey? Yeah. All right, yeah, the poll's going to be fire. Yeah, the poll will be fire. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tony Collette, Love her. Check her out. I want to watch her in more things. Oh, uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. I think we could sign off, guys. Yeah. A handwritten right, over note. And out. Over and out. Over and out. <laughs> um, but as always, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Oh, bye. Bye. Michael Chan.